live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to do this with the voice of Claude Rains if I can. Okay, here's the thing. A little bit more intensity. I gotta Claude get Rains was. Let me try this. Give yourself a little bit more air. I meddled in things that I should have left alone. Wait. I meddled in things I should have left alone. A little bit more intense? No. No, no, that was Okay. You start you have to start easy and then work to a work to a fever and then let it breathe and then come back in again. I meddled in things that man must leave alone. A scientist finds a way of becoming invisible. But in doing so, he becomes murderously insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, how did he that laugh? That was great. <laughs> that was his laugh in the movie. His it laugh was. It was very high. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anyway. Oh, man. Uh, that was really good. Here uh, we go gathering nuts in May. Nuts, nuts in May. May. Nuts <laughs> in May. Hey, here we go gathering nuts in May on a cold and frosty morning. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, James Whalen, James, James Whale, James Whale uh, oh, yeah. did this one. Frankenstein. I uh, recognize the name, but I didn't make the connection. The, like. the great thing about it, though, is 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 how many elements he brought to it that are just such classics of his. Yeah. Um, yep. the, the James Whale has this tendency to create all these. He spends a lot of effort on all the little characters, all the villagers, and they have great character uh, uh, parts and, oh, yeah. and and great like. Um, this has some great cops in it, like the. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, and the woman, the the uh, I have to. Oh, I the, have to, she was like the innkeeper. Yeah, the innkeeper. Uh, I have her name here. Um. I am going to find her name. Jenny Hall. Um, ah, yes. Jenny Hall was the character and Una O'Connor. O'Connor. Yeah. Was the she is hilarious. And the thing is is it's it, it's her scream. Yeah, oh yeah. It, it, and this is thing, when she jumps on the table and screams. Yeah, we, yeah, or or, <laughs> or, or when she had her husband uh, her husband uh, gets hurt, you know, and then she, you think she's done screaming, all of a sudden she just throws her head back and just screams again and starts the whole process over, and he's hilarious to watch her scream. And the thing, and she has this, this great way of moving about a set, you know, that, um, <laughs> you know, when she went through the doors... She, the bar comes up and it goes down, oh, yeah, and, and yeah. then the other bar comes up and goes down, and then she's through that, and then there's another thing that she's got to move, and then she goes through the door, and she does it. He, she does it with this precision that that you think to yourself, yeah, that's somebody that's done it a million times. You know, she really she's been in that bar so often, so <laughs> long, but but all the characters, it, it, you know, they they make this uh, this great comical greek chorus you know that oh yeah it's, well it's almost like there was a scene where he's not gonna roll the policeman it's almost like a, a early movie uh, what, what, what? keystone cops keystone cops yeah that's what you're i was saying. trying to yeah. think of the director oh no no absolutely but yeah keystone cops but was it was more say, serious it wasn't as funny like yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but because people were same, dying i mean <laughs> yeah but at the same time you know it was pretty funny it was pretty funny yeah you know like uh, the pants going down the street the pants yeah. going down the street was hilarious that's probably right. one of my favorite parts yeah the 
Um, so I think that one thing I like about this movie, this has always been one of my favorites because I've seen this a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot more than I've seen uh, Dracula or Frankenstein. Right. Because I've seen it a lot on TV, I think. It, it was reason. on TV all it's the time. always on. It really it was, like, yes. It still is, I think. <laughs> but, Probably somewhere. But no, I, I just like, oh, I love Claude Rains' voice, first of all. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. And yeah. you only see him at the end of the movie. That's the only time you ever see him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at H.G. Wells is my point. It's like, you're working with stuff that's already beautiful. Like, oh, right, a, yeah. Any H.G. Wells story is awesome, like, for, for a movie. I mean, look at, uh, do you know what his first... One of his first books was? No. Which blew me away. The I found, Time Machine? Or? I found a list of H.G. Uh, Wells, because he, he, he was around for a while. Yeah, I mean, well, I... writing I, in the he, 13, he, early 1900s. They, they had pictures of him in with the cast of this film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was going deep down on his list on IMDb. Right. And I found A Trip to the Moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that like, totally makes sense. But I didn't know that. And so that's, that's one thing I learned from this. Uh, exercise but yeah i mean war of the worlds and uh, i mean some of my favorites war of the worlds time machine island of dr moreau i mean oh yeah yeah just just those are some great stories right there yeah so and and the thing the thing is is that uh this particular story uh was a little bit more comical mm-hmm. than he originally had set up but there was another book that that had that had more of a comical point to it that came out uh, about time and I can't think of the name I was just watching but uh, I was watching a documentary on it huh. but the thing is is that's why Universal decided to do the film and then they brought him on as an advisor beans as he did the original book and they pulled a lot of that utter comedy stuff back off of it you know huh. uh, yeah but um, yeah what an amazing uh, um, you know with that crisp clear black and white uh, oh, I just love. I mean, it also reminded me a little bit of uh, which isn't H.G. Wells, but it's uh, Jekyll and Hyde. I always think of that right. one because that had a lot of humor in it too. Yeah, you you know there were a couple of things in the plot that kind of like got me. Um, why did they wind up having to be partners? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. You know. Yeah. Uh, it was like it was like almost like he was assigned. By the, <laughs> by the. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, That's what like, it seemed like. Yeah, you're going to be my partner. You know, uh, and you know, props to uh, the uh, the set work, uh, to the special effects work. Didn't catch a I I didn't see a wire. I saw a glint of a wire once. Just when the book was being lifted. I think it was the book. Yeah, yeah. I think I just, saw it too. Just yeah, but otherwise, you know. And there was like you could see somebody's face at one point. When he was outside, but yeah, yeah, it was very brief. Like, a, but back then, this must have been amazing to see this in the movie. Oh theater, yeah, yeah, especially the yeah, last scene yeah. where his face comes right. in. Well, you know, and the great thing about it was that, uh, like, uh, they did so much wire work, uh, and there's a trick to doing wire work like that. Uh, you you take your wires, and, and they would use gun bluing. On the, huh. they would t- they would use extremely fine piano wire. Yeah, and I mean literally. Uh, underweighted, you know, like uh, maybe a wire would be able to lift uh, a pound and they put five pounds on it, you know, and then they would take that wire and they would take gun bluing and they would come down, come down it with gun bluing so that it would darken it and it would like eliminate the shine Mm -hmm. that's on it. So, uh, just you know, I, I. I mean, it's like there's so much stuff that yeah. that 
they got really good at that uh, and i kind of learned some of those little tricks from tazla bauer uh who who is an absolute historian of all this stuff and yeah just i love the way that they did that stuff and 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 you have to understand that this is the beginning of this is the 30s yeah this is 33 right this yeah this is the beginning is it was 33 this is the beginning of blue screen type if you take uh, yeah. a color, if well, you, matting, like yeah, but but the matting is is yeah over is, top of other things. Yeah, what am I on trying top to say? of uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what but, I mean. But the thing is, is you you did that by clearing mats, by making a mat. Yeah. Uh, 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 this is the same thing as blue screen. They would take out uh, the dark. You know, they would like everybody would be wrapped in black except for the parts that you know he wanted to see, and they would wrap it in, in black velvet. You know, uh, so then then they could just take and shine right through. the The black w was uh, clear in the negative, right? So in the negative, the black is clear. That means they can mm -hmm. shine the rest of the the rest of the image right through those black places. This is the same technique as blue screen many years later. What they would do is, but what they would do is they would use development to eliminate, mm -hmm. yep. they, they would uh, eliminate the developing of the blue. And that would mean the blue would go clear and, you know, it, they would do it chemically. And, yeah. and then you could shine through it anything that you needed to actually see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is crazy because like blue, blue, well, blue and green screen are both kind of imperfect technology because you take everything out that's right. That color. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and the thing is, is when we were doing sets, you know, you it, you always had to look at you know how your wardrobe was affecting when you were in a given set because we would switch between green or blue or orange, uh, you know, as the screen colors. And uh, yeah, you know it's it's the weatherman problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, my, one of my one of my best friends actually is a weatherman, and uh, I remember he used to bring like four or five suits that he had just bought. He'd bring them to and t shirts and stuff, and he he would do a little fashion show for himself. Right. Like basically, he'd tell the yeah, director had, to put the camera up, <laughs> and he would just stand there and look at himself and turn and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure. So we made a music video of him, like you know, trying his clothes on. Yeah. I'm to, too sexy. To make, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a uh, there was. <laughs> you didn't disappear <laughs> and his other there's another meteorologist that worked with him at that time and he was a slacker right went out drinking all the time and, uh -huh, stuff and yeah. was a party animal and he was married and you know did crazy stuff he showed up one time to work and it was you know he was all you know messed up like his hair was messy and he looked like he had a hangover right and he shows up on camera and he's like his tie is like see-through <laughs> <laughs> and his shirt is kind of doing some wonky thing like it's kind of you know because yeah. it has some green in it <laughs> oh and he, so he didn't think about that but it's just amazing to me that you, you're on camera all the time but anyway when when we were working on nightmare on elm street 3 we were using uh uh dream crust to eliminate like the edges you know how, like, especially in this, even even the the edges kind of have a t had a tendency to fade. Uh, mm -hmm. We would um, to keep the edge strong. We would backlight it. We would put a green screw. We would put a blue. Oh yeah, lighting is important. Up, yeah, and then we would backlight it with fluorescent lights mm -hmm. right next to each other. Right, you know, and we did a forty. I think it was a forty by twenty in the back of the building at night 
to put Joey's uh, Joey's uh, uh, stretching over the pit with the uh, in yeah. the oh yeah you know yeah. The, the camera that's looking down down yeah. past him at hell down belief where he falls back in you know the chair falls when he's done and all the rest of that well that uh, or, or the bed I mean yeah um, that sequence was shot with this back. You know, back screen and man, I'm telling you something. You're staring at that for a while and it just blinds you. You know, because you you're, you're talking about every inch of it is a bulb all the way twenty by forty. That's how many we rigged, wow, <laughs> and put up, and it's just astoundingly bright. And I'm you working know, in TV with one light that was a backlight. Yeah, the- let me adjust it. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Well, yeah, sometimes too. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, you you you, you would get that 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 look. Uh, that that's the Roger Corman look, right? Is is when you only have like your your limit is you have three lights, yeah. Period to do the whole scene, and everything gets this very kind of <laughs> in the shadows look. Yes, well, TV is very different though. I mean, yeah, well, I'm talking about news TV, which is pretty oh, boring. Yeah, right. Lighting's well, pretty boring there. Yeah, could the always backlight be, is very could, important. Could always be better. Well, backlight, so you get that yeah. that especially heroin. with green screen. Oh my god! Now, do 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 you have a light up next to the camera that puts a twinkle in their eyes? <laughs> no, they have that magically anyway. Uh, oh, you don't, you don't need extra light for that. Oh, you, you don't. <laughs> you, you just have a twinkle. <laughs> well, there is one camera operator, or one news anchor that I used, I used to. She had a big twinkle in her eye, but I think it's because I was behind the camera. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Ugh, boy, that, was, that sucked. <laughs> oh man! So this movie, I, I, I mean, the action. One thing I like about this is it's it's short. I think we talked about that before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's short. It's like an hour and ten minutes, and the action just moves and moves. The it whole moves, thing is just it, very it, fluid. It it's perfect. Out, yeah, it starts that. To, to me, this is a this is a perfect uh, builds port. up their climax. Yeah, and the thing is, it's the beginning of an idea. Yeah. Right. I mean, the the the, the you know people disappearing right that it's it's the perfect beginning of it mm-hmm. you know there there isn't anything that has to be complicated about it uh there's you know no huge character or story arc right it's just it, it, it's just kind of like a playground for humor yeah. yeah uh you know there's the horror and the humor and the horror and the humor there's only one character arc really which is the the main character yeah, going crazy. Yeah, I I, I noticed that uh, a lot of the scenes uh, that he's disappeared in, they, they they took glass out of the windows and stuff, <laughs> and then and then uh, and then they would do a normal scene in in the same room, and the glass would be back in all the windows, <laughs> 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 and a lot of flowers. In fact, there was one scene. There was one. Yeah, there scene, were. There was one scene where the uh, his. Uh, his competition, his lo- love uh, uh, mm-hmm. competition, is talking to her, and I swear they are talking on either side of an enormous, you know, display of flowers, right? <laughs> and, and the the flowers are foreground, and it's it's hilarious because they they're <laughs> at first you see the fl- the flowers set on this side, and then that side, and that side, and that side, and it keeps switching back and forth, and then at the end it it pulls out as he's walking away and literally she is obscured <laughs> by the flowers i was like 
Wow. <laughs> but he was well known. Actually, this director uh, was well known for that. He loved uh, really, really big sets and lots of flowers. Well, this is universal, right? So yeah, well, they like big sets, especially they do. this time. Yeah, they do. Well, you know what? Uh, universal. I remember working over there, and Universal had a couple. Still does have have a couple of the largest sets. I mean, sets that y- you know they're 50 feet to the first grid and and i mean the first grid is below catwalks (laughs) i mean and and there's total access to everything up there i mean you you, literally they would (laughs) many times uh when uh i would talk to some of my construction friends they would say well i said so what'd you do today and so they said well we were hanging in the grid because <laughs> because you know if if somebody was changing an idea you know you didn't want the uh, uppity ups to come and see you know your entire construction crew just farting around and stuff so you you just send them to the grids and they, they had all <laughs> kinds of like little rooms and stuff up there and all wow. yeah this is huge i mean these <laughs> these things were huge i was working on um uh, uh, Michael Jackson uh, video, um, the one where he kind of like was going around the world. You know, Cleopatra's. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I built Cleopatra's bed. Remember the time, isn't it? Didn't yeah, it like Eddie Murphy in it. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It was done by John Singleton. Yeah, John Singleton. That's a great video. Right. Of course, I'm a Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> well, if you see Cleopatra's uh, extraordinarily ornate bed, I built that. Oh wow. Um, but that I'm—I I mean, the thing is, is there were so many people working there, and and there's such a huge uh, NDA, uh, non non disclosure agreement mm-hmm. that you had that literally a guy put twenty people in a room at a time and read a fourteen page NDA to people and then had them blah, sign blah, it. Blah, and blah, then blah, 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 you blah, had to—they blah, 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 blah. were going to check your signature. You had to go home. You got paid for that day, but you had to go home and then come back in in the morning. Ugh. Right. Oh, it's, oh it's such a process. But, um, yeah, you know, so I, I... Well, back then, everybody wanted to see Michael Jackson video. They were waiting yeah, for it. Yeah, I but, mean, I had friends that would we would actually sit there and wait for the video to come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally, I, I can understand that. You know, it was really well done. But I, <laughs> the great thing about it is that everything, everything that was on the stage is hung uh, off of the grid, and the grid's like... 45 50 feet high is the first grid you know and and it 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 builds one rope at a time you know what i'm saying just like you know the top and anything that you're hanging and and after a while you can hardly even see you know as you were walking up the steps to to get up to the catwalks you could you could just it would just be a mass of ropes coming down, you know, because you're 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 using uh, about forty feet of rope just to hang something ten feet high. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you're just looking across all this. It's amazing, amazing look, you know, stuff that you don't see. I mean, it's, it's hmm. the behind the scenes stuff that yeah, you know, that the fake behind the scenes doesn't get to see that stuff. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really, the really interesting stuff behind the behind the scenes. The behind the behind <laughs> the scenes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, 
Why would food be invisible if, uh... He said, food, food is invisible until I digest it. Does that yeah. mean when it comes out? Yeah. <laughs> I love that he had some really specific stuff right there. That, you know, Where I he was telling him, this is what yeah. you, I need you to do. Yeah, I, I need, need you to wipe me I, down I when I get wipe, wet. Yeah, wipe me down when I get, because <laughs> my feet get dirty. And, and yeah, that was, that, that was pretty weird. Um, I heard that the mirror shot was the most complicated shot that they did. And it took four. It, it, in the end, they wound up... Uh, using four completely separate uh passes of the fi- four films together oh yeah yeah and um and and two sets wow because the mirror set had to be the mirror of the one that right. you were in so you actually yeah. saw that over his head and so all that was re was rebuilt and then filmed separately so wouldn't after a while if you're taking four negatives and putting them on top of each other wouldn't it get darker like wouldn't you have a problem with like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, of course. So I, I don't mean, know how they would adjust for that because I, I mean, I thought they did it. Whatever they did, <laughs> they did well, a good in, job. In, in black and white, it, it's a digi- easier in black it, and white. It's easier in digi- because it's digital. I mean, in the end, it's kind of like a digital problem. It's either there or isn't. Yeah. That, 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 that all the yeah, way yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and and you can really correct. <laughs> okay, think about this when you were. Doing black and white in college. I'm sorry, I did black and white in college. I did black and white too. Yeah. yeah so, and and <laughs> I still do it. Actually. You remember? You remember when you used to paint the negative? Yeah. You used to take it like like that uh, reddish looking that wouldn't let any light through, and you go and and like oh, inspect yeah. that's on there. Maybe there's you, a hole or something. Yeah, you could do yeah. that. You could do that with the 35 millimeter film. You know. Well, I did that with 30. That's why I'm asking. Is I I. Well, I still do photography, but yeah. I don't do the. Thir- I've been a while since so I've done the thirty-five millimeter reader, but uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you can layer them on top of each other. I, I did that a couple times, just right? To yeah, just get a great get a weird effect. Yeah. But yeah. I noticed it did. You had to adjust for the fact that it really made it dark, and you had to right, right. You know, you had to fix that. But. Yeah, but but you know, the thing is, you had very sophisticated uh, uh, light sources and that, oh, yeah. that sort of stuff. So I still have an enlarger. So. Yeah, I've actually over, seen over him before. Somewhere. Yeah, uh, so I, I I really like his character, the way his character like starts off kind of I, normal. Yeah, and then, and then he becomes a raging dick. After the big a while. monologue about the invisible armies, it will begin with the reign of terror. Yeah, the reign of terror. <laughs> it, and, and the thing is, is it is it, this is what, Which, what was explained by the doctors yeah. that you know that the the rats that they had you know became megalomaniac rats. <laughs> yeah, right. how, how they could tell that I, they had a rat when they said that a, i pictured a rat like wringing his hands yeah. together like <laughs> 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 or, or that that cartoon we're gonna take over the world today yeah oh brain uh, <laughs> pinky in the brain pinky in the brain right <laughs> exactly so what are we doing today we're going to take over the world <laughs> yeah no that's <laughs> i i kind of thought about the same thing yeah, so I, I like how it built up to that scene at the end where they were all holding hands, which is ridiculous, too. <laughs> Some of the things the cop did, they were beating oh, the bushes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Literally no, beating that the was, bushes. That was, that was pretty <laughs> terrible. Well, and, and I also like the fact that um, they're talking about we're going to get we're going to get 1,000 people. We're going to get 10,000 people. We're going to have 100,000 cops. And, they, and, he, and the first thing is... He calls the station to say that, you know, I've got him here. Well, we only have five people. <laughs> I was like, well, where was the 10 and the... Was it really necessary to burn the barn down, too? I mean... Oh, well, yeah, of course. You know, that was a visual thing. Come on, give me a break. 
Oh, I, I, I have to say, um, oh, you know, I also noticed this is that you could definitely, I mean, if you had in your mind uh, a vision of Claude Rains and the way that he moved, the, the way that he, that the, uh, the, yeah, Invisible Man moved was very much Claude Rains. You know, it was, I was like, wow, yeah, I can actually totally see his acting style in, yeah, in the the way that you he tell moved. It was him. Yeah, yeah, you definitely tell it was him. So I, I you know, I, I'm just getting. Oh, and the I thought the inkwell gag was pretty cool. <laughs> Did you notice that the ink kind of looked different, like from shot to shot? They were like, oh yeah, that spot was was different. That <laughs> uh, was completely different, right? Yeah. I know a lot about ink splatter. I noticed that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in the end, uh, I have to go back to the werewolf. Uh, that um, I really, really enjoyed this one. And I think it was because of the directing and the humor in it that I, I did not enjoy the werewolf one. It was like a little bit... Oh, God, the werewolf. What's weird is this This one, 1933, it seems so far ahead of its time. Like, it was so much better than oh, the, oh, the yeah. werewolf. Oh, yeah. Werewolf was in 1940. Well, it was right after... It came out like uh, two days after Pearl Harbor right. attack. So it was 1941. Right. Yeah. And, it, it, and it was so flat com- compared to this. Uh, I have to just give it to James Well, man. You know, the guy knows how to put these things together. He really does. You know? And what's weird about H.D. Wells, I wanted to point out, is that when I was looking through his list, I found one called The Erotic Time Machine. And yeah. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, so that's so, on my new list. Oh, your, your yes. new list, right? So, yeah, what's a, some of the other classics that we need to go? We got the the swamp creature. Um, uh, we have to pull up. We have to pull up um, the mummy. The mummy is a f- kind of. a Would you consider one. like creature that from the Black Lagoon? Would you, would that be kind of a horror or sci fi movie? I guess oh yeah, kind of absolutely. Creature film, I guess. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely so um but there's a lot of stuff we could do like oh sci-fi though when we start getting into sci-fi yeah well yeah. <laughs> like some 50s stuff that i like oh exactly yeah. oh yeah 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 robbie the robot <laughs> but um i was so, thinking more like santa meets the martians yeah yeah no. and planet nine from, <laughs> planet nine from, planet outer, space. Nine from outer space yeah uh b- the first blubber uh, or i mean um the Bob, the Bob, <laughs> oh, the Bob. I thought, wasn't there one called with Fred McMurray called the Bl- the Blubber? Or- yeah, yeah, Blubber, <laughs> Blubber, and the Return of Blubber. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, it was Flubber and the Son of Flubber, later to be remade with Robin Williams starring in the role in 1997. Thank you. So, so this one, I I have to say, I enjoyed this like. All get out. I haven't I, seen this I'm, for a long time, and I remember really liking it, and I still like it. So I, I, I'm going to say with yeah. everything, I, I'm going to put it at 4.2. Yeah, that's big for me. I, I really, I, 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 I hate to say this, you know, down in my soul, I liked it better than Frankenstein. Oh, I did too. But, <laughs> I just, oh, I like it. This is just a totally enjoyable. And film. I'm a Dracula fan, but I like this better than Dracula. So I, I'm actually right there with you at 4.2. Oh well, there we go. Yes. So, so it would have been a four without the the pants scene. Yeah, <laughs> where he's running true. down the street. It's true. Like, that was great. <laughs> and the little yippee at the end, or whatever yippee. it was. 
<laughs> well, that's and isn't that the that's the great character though that he was after was her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I just got to give it to everybody. There's just and there is not an ounce of fat on this. No, no. no. I mean, it just it's. I think some current filmmakers should probably look at this movie and reassess what they do in their well <laughs> you know there there is because things the, don't need to be two hours and a 15 minutes long or right but but there's another thing about this is that there is a certain extent that you didn't have anywhere near as many close-ups you didn't have as is this big a selection of shots you know, you hardly had close-ups unless there's right. something hardly had really happening. Like exactly, <laughs> long they shots really and had medium to, shots. Exactly, you really had to think about it. So, well, back then you didn't have cameras; you could move very much, right? Right. No, it was so it had was to have a, it was a complicated thing to do, but at the same time, it it kind of simplifies the story to a certain extent. I mean, that that visually, the story is is played out in front of you. Yeah. You know? Well, and this is a fairly long book so it's like the way they tell the story is perfect because it's like yeah boom 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 it's just yeah. like the high points it's great <laughs> it's it really like, gets it's you like the cliff it. notes yeah really <laughs> <laughs> so there you go and actually this i mean how many invisible man movies have there been like oh, tons of man them. there's tons of them i mean i i actually uh looked up uh, amazon woman from the moon oh, oh yeah I like and, that one. and it has it has a great it has a great version of of um, I can't think of his name, but uh, but he thinks that he's invisible. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a great movie. That that and Kentucky Fried movie are two of my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, like, the, bizarre the bits movies. and pizzas, the yeah, bits and the, pizzas movies. Yeah, but uh, I'm thinking of the Chevy Chase movie that I actually kind of like that one. Oh, Memoirs yeah. of an Invisible Man. It came out like in the '90s. I remember going to see that with my dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, those... we saw it at the Dollar Theater. <laughs> my dad, <laughs> and then there the were... one with uh. Kevin Bacon with Hollow Man. That that was pretty. Decent. Oh yeah, Hollow Man was pretty. You got to see yeah. his hollow. Piece. Yeah, I mean, it was that was a weird scene, but anyway. No, but there's been some good ones, but I I can't. I still think this is the best one. Yeah, I no, I uh, I I have to say I really totally totally enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna go make myself invisible. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play, we're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and of course, Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. 